Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, January 18th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Another group is launching an initiative petition drive to legalize abortion in Missouri. Supporters say it shows there is a desire to repeal the state's ban on most abortions. This fight is really about who makes personal decisions for yourself and your family. You or politicians. The proposal will have organized opposition from several groups that are opposed to abortion rights. Missourians for Constitutional Freedom is behind this latest initiative petition. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. The proposed constitutional amendment would legalize abortion up to fetal viability, which is defined when medical professionals conclude a fetus could likely survive outside the uterus without extraordinary medical measures. If passed by voters, the ballot item would eventually upend the state's ban on most abortions. And even though backers only have until May to collect roughly 171,000 needed signatures, Mallory Schwarz of Abortion Action Missouri is optimistic about the plan's chances. This amendment is our chance to end Missouri's cruel abortion ban and its devastating effects. Another group is seeking to legalize abortion up to 12 weeks of pregnancy and add exceptions for rape, incest, and health and safety risks to the mother. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri House Emerging Issues Committee is considering seven bills that place further restrictions on transgender people. They include legislation to remove the expiration date on the state's current law barring transgender minors from accessing gender-affirming health care like puberty blockers. Republican State Representative Brad Hudson is sponsoring the proposal. He disagrees with a clause that was added last session, which causes sections of the ban to expire in 2027. There should have never been a sunset on it to begin with, uh, and I think it needs to be removed. There is no date set for the committee to vote on the bills. Metro Transit will have to compete with dozens of other proposals for federal funding to support an up to $1 billion project. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, even if successful, the planned north-south light rail route is still years from completion. Officials for years have proposed the connection between North and South St. Louis. Metrolink operator by state development supports a proposed route that would run along Jefferson Avenue. By state CEO Talby Roach says transit officials plan to apply for funding from the Federal Transit Agency. He says that could pay for about half the project. Is this is about the realization of a promise where we are making some of the investments in some of these areas of traditional divestment, both in North City and South City, and committing federal dollars. The federal program only distributes $4.6 billion in grant money every year to such projects, officials say. 26 other projects nationwide are ready to apply. Roach says he thinks local political support could boost the plan's chances. I'm Sarah Funtum, St. Louis Public Radio. A St. Louis man freed from prison last year after serving nearly three decades for a murder he did not commit is suing the city and the police investigators. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on the federal lawsuit filed by Lamar Johnson. The lawsuit accuses several former St. Louis cops of fabricating the entire case against Johnson in violation of his civil rights. Johnson had always maintained his innocence in the murder of Marcus Boyd, who was shot and killed on a porch in South St. Louis in 1994. In 2022, former circuit attorney Kim Gardner used a new state law to bring Johnson's case before a judge. 
On Valentine's Day 2023, that judge freed Johnson from prison, ruling there was clear and convincing evidence that Johnson was innocent. Attorneys for Johnson say the lawsuit is about accountability. It seeks both punitive damages and money to compensate him for his years in prison. A loophole in Missouri law means he is not eligible for restitution from the state. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois has enrolled more new preschoolers than anticipated in the first year of a new initiative. More than 5,800 signed up for the Smart Start Illinois program. Governor J.B. Pritzker says the state planned for 5,000. That's 15% more than we promised for just this year, vastly exceeding our first year goals. All of those programs were in preschool deserts where parents previously had long waiting lists or no preschool choices available at all. The $250 million initiative was a focal point of last year's budget address. Pritzker's office says he will be making a similar request this year. The U.S. Department of Energy has tapped a consortium of community colleges in Illinois to expand the pathway to green jobs and reduce waste from small and medium-sized manufacturers. John Wood Community College in Quincy and Southwestern Illinois College in Belleville are among the newly designated industrial assessment centers. They are working alongside the Illinois Community College Board and the Illinois Manufacturing Excellence Center. John Wood Community College Technical Education Dean Dave Hetzler says some of the funding will prioritize an energy-focused curriculum. So we can offer training to our area on wind, solar, power distribution, some of those emerging energy employment opportunities that are starting to be developed. The three-year, $3 million federal grant starts in April. The St. Louis Symphony Orchestra is providing free tickets to book lovers who have never experienced its concerts. St. Louis Library card holders can pick up a ticket voucher at any branch. St. Louis Public Radio's Lauren Brennecke has more. Those who haven't attended the symphony can pick up two free tickets to a classical concert or up to four tickets to the orchestra's family concert in March. Symphony and library officials hope the program enriches the lives of St. Louisans through music. Kristen Sorth is director and CEO of the St. Louis County Library. It's just a fantastic opportunity for people in our community to fall in love with the symphony, which is we're just so lucky to have such an amazing institution in St. Louis. Symphony tickets will join the list of extras available to library cardholders who already can check out instruments, tools, and even fishing poles. I'm Lauren Brennecke, St. Louis Public Radio. Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. Students at Francis Howell North High School are planning to walk out today to protest the school board's decision to remove courses on black history and literature. Board members say those classes will return under a politically neutral curriculum. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services has launched a campaign to help people become healthier. The initiative will educate residents about the risk factors for the leading causes of death in Missouri, program is funded by a grant from the Centers for Disease Control. And the team at St. Louis on the Air today examines how a local university is trying to meet the demand for more speech-language pathologists. St. Louis on the Air begins at noon on St. Louis Public Radio. I am out tomorrow. Brian Moline will be at the helm of this weekday extravaganza. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.
Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.